Is it, are you still recording? Yep. Hey, Blake, you suck. That's going in. That's going right at the start. Hey, welcome to episode 48 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. Hi. How's it going, guys? Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. Good. good stuff. It's, uh, it's a huge time to be alive. Oh, um, yes. This is... Well, we, How just, are you doing? <laughs> we just got off the back of like... I'm, I'm going to say about two hours yeah. of, of talking about recent events, but we're not going to talk about those. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about something a little... Uh, that'll be more important. That'll, video games. that'll be on the back end of the podcast. <laughs> well, really? Yeah, that'll be at the two-hour <laughs> secret <laughs> outro. Oh my gosh! Uh, um, let's let's talk video games. Mm. Have you guys been playing anything? Titanfall came out. Titanfall two. Oh, yep. Oh, I've snap! Been. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I, I, I heard know. about development of that mm. maybe a month ago, and then did it come out with much fanfare? Nothing because else. I, I don't know. The, the word on the street these days is Battlefield One is like the big. The big shit. Yeah. It's the same company, same publisher. Is EA. Yep. Yes, we're oh. both EA. Oh, man. Good time to be EA. <laughs> but so it's interesting. I, I heard someone commenting about this. It's interesting that they've released these huge, two huge multiplayer shooters yeah. at the same time. Because yeah. now, like, they're just competing with themselves. Sure, well, but, but I mean, they're still Call reaping it, all the benefits, aren't they? Also, Call of Duty is there. So I think they're trying to get right. eat into that. But they're not reaping all the benefits. So someone only has so many dollars, right? Yeah. Right now. They have two choices, and they can only buy one. Whereas six months from now, they they if they had that, which is like you know, I, I buy Battlefield right, one right now. Mm. Six months from now, I have the money to buy Titanfall. Mm. You know, it was just interesting to see. Sure. Maybe it's, yeah. um, do, do you think it was just to get some of those Call of Duty dollars? Uh, maybe. I mean, it, it is Treyarch that made uh, uh Titanfall, right? Nope. Respawn. Right, which yeah, is yeah. The, which is the ex Treyarch people. They re- right. respawn Treyarch. Yeah, they respawned as yep. yeah, yeah, not not Treyarch. So I mean, they are obviously directly competing with their old property. Mm-hmm. Um, with Mex. Uh, oh, dude, it, it's is it good? Have you played it? Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I I like the idea and everything about it, which is why I brought it day one. Um, I'm gonna close what's, a window what, what's real different? quick. Because... Oh, dude, it's gonna get so hot in here. Oh, Perfect. no, I'm saying close it. I don't want it. <laughs> Um, it's just there's a lot of sirens and yeah, it's fine, dude. It adds atmosphere. <laughs> we just gonna leave this on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Why not? You're you're listening to Windowcast. Yep. Um, so I'm let's... a big fan of um the the, the idea, sci-fi giant mix, uh, first person shooter, dude. Right, right. Wall time... running, double jumps. Yeah, fantastic. Sliding now, dude. Right from time for one, they <clears> they <throat> did like the whole. The, the mech grabs you in midair and shoves you into its chest. And yeah. it's like, that is so cool. Yeah, the, um, what would, what would they be? Like pilot animations? Yeah. Like the entering animations? Really, yeah. really awesome. The, the exits, fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. like a, what, an ejector seat from a freaking j- jet aircraft? Jet, yeah. Now, oh, I so only cool. played a little bit of the first one, but it felt really good. Mm-hmm. Like it, the, the movement in that game felt right. Mm-hmm. And that was enjoyable. Yeah, it's more of the same. Um, but, okay. Here's my question then. Mm-hmm. It's more of the same. Is that worth the purchase? Yep. Have they added anything new and that's that makes it like, well, you gotta get this one. Mm-hmm. What? Um, well, the 
I, I didn't really pay attention too much on the first game. Okay. Um, I, I did buy it and play it and everything. Yeah. But they, they have different loadouts, different, just more really to, um, okay. More weapons, I think. So it is. It is more of the same. But is it it's a grappling it's hook more better of, of the same. It's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they just added to it. When the first one came out, um, it seemed like people really enjoyed it. A lot of people bought it mm-hmm. uh, and played it for about a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, like, I never, no one ever mentioned it again. Yeah, I tried playing it earlier this year, right. and um, good luck trying to get into a server. Right. There, there was no one. So, w- what happened there? Have they done anything to fix it in this one? I don't know. I think they're just hoping for it to be to, to sell well, and yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know because they they are really competing with Call of Duty right now. Well, not they're not just competing with oh, Call of with Duty, Battlefield, right? Yeah, uh, and Battlefield and Overwatch. Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Overwatch. right. Overwatch has beautiful retention yep. mechanics. Like mm-hmm. the, that game's going to be popular for quite a long time. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what to say about it. Mm-hmm. I, I I like Titanfall and okay. the team making it, so I. Of course, we're did I didn't I see right that they added uh, mech swords? Yeah, or am I, I just I imagining? Yeah, I, I love it when they go like a high tech version of a low tech yeah. weapon. It's a laser sword. So, like that's yeah. going to be a practical it's thing. It's just on a Battlefield. bigger version of like, like. medieval warriors. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Uh, Do you remember how a lot of people were talking about, uh, well, referencing District Nine when the first one came out? How you had like yeah the... vaguely no yeah. I didn't what was that oh I didn't it's more of the that. same like South Africans are the bad guys oh jeez okay the people with that thick accent yeah you you had you know in District Nine there was that bullet stopping thing oh right yeah I do same remember thing. that yeah yeah uh, weapons cool it, it's it's very fun uh, and I'm enjoying it um it it definitely like on a visual level looks not as great as Battlefield how how does it look compared to GTA pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Which which one would you say was better? <laughs> it depends, um, <laughs> because like I'm still playing through the uh, single player. Oh yeah, right. Um, of, of Titanfall, which is very new. They didn't have a single player in the first game. How is that then? Yeah, really cool. Because it's like platforming as well. You know, yeah, they're oh, really yeah. they're Just really Mario wanting now. you to run around on walls and yeah. do your double jumps around the place. Oh, that's cool. So it's it's kind of like first person platformer. How many stars have you got? Stars. One forty. How many pipes? But yeah, so there's a thing that happens in video games where you like walk through vegetation, and you oh. kind of want vegetation to respond. Yeah, they, they don't yeah. have it in Titanfall, which is a damn shame. That's a that that's a thing that like you really want, but so many games just don't have it. Mm-hmm. It's a hard one because like in a video game, you want. <laughs> You can't have the vegetation act like real vegetation because yeah, you'd get injured, you'd lose some life. Oh right! You'd like you really. It would take a long time to get through it. Yeah. It would be broken and and mangled by the time you're through. Also, it's just annoying to have vegetation up in your face in the camera. You can't yeah. see round properly. Like, yep. if, I mean, if it's. I'm, know, I'm talking yeah. about like knee high. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah same, I, I am too. It's oh, yeah. horrible. Uh, just takes your life off. I, I crawl through it. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. it's kind of sad to see because i i you know i've been accustomed to playing video games where it mm. responds and yeah so when i walk through it and it doesn't i'm yeah. like oh well that's a shame i remember mm. seeing um comparisons of the vegetation in far cry 2 compared mm-hmm. to the vegetations in far cry 3 and they they were like for its time actually really good because a lot of the vegetation did um in some way like respond how you would think like you drive a car through it and would flatten oh that's cool you know and and then compared to three 
didn't didn't really do that at all. It just went straight through your car and you've in got three. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. That's hell? that's what was so shocking. Huh. But three just looked more beautiful, so it kind of was like, oh, I, I can, I, I don't know, I, I can accept that or something. Mm, it's, okay. It's just a bummer to see that that kind of thing, I don't know, doesn't happen that often. Mm. What else you guys been playing? Um, well, do you want to talk about Battlefield 1? or we? Uh, I haven't actually, I actually went on holiday last week, so. <laughs> um, That's why we didn't have oh, a dude, podcast, you go? right? You said you went to Southland. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I actually went to uh, Christchurch and Tamaru. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and that area, it's beautiful. And what did you do? Sightseeing mainly, looking at mountains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got some good mountains. Got to get. Yes. You wanted to get some photogrammetry of those mountains. Uh, get some real oh, big rocks. We were for, yeah. we were at the <laughs> we were at the base of Mount Cook, and there was this huge rock. It must have been like <laughs> it was the size of um. There's a trail that leads up. It goes to like Fox Glacier, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. You can actually look out to these glaciers. It's, but um, at the foot of the uh, path, there was yep. a huge rock. And I was like, Ivy, I have to take a photo of this rock. <laughs> Did I, you take I, a thousand I, photos? I've taken a photo of this rock for many, many <laughs> angles, yeah. many, yeah. many times. It was I'll huge. be here for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was the size of a, uh, a bus. It was, it was oh, cool. massive. And it looked cool. out of it because it was just in the field. Right. Um, so had that, like, where did that come from? You should see Uluru, oh, I think. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Um, what, Northern Territory? Yeah. That's that's a big rock in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. Oh man! Speaking of that, maybe we talked about it before, but um, they get uh, apology letters uh, as rock. Do they? Yeah, because people take people go there oh, and they take bits of it, right? And they're like, "Oh yeah, this is great," and then bad shit happens yeah. to them. Like, <laughs> Wait, what? Like curse I've, stuff, like bad heard, luck, bad fortune happens. I've heard a, I've heard and a then, very similar tale about um, uh, the petrified forest in the United oh, States. Yeah. Which is basically there was a forest, then uh, sort of some. I think this is maybe maybe a meteor or something knocked all these trees down. Something knocked all the trees down and, yeah. and rapidly covered them, and they petrified. Right. And so there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of stone trees. Yeah. Um, and people will break off chunks, and then uh, they, they bad have luck. bad bad luck. <laughs> yeah. And then they like mail the chunks back in. And like I'm yeah, sorry. With an apology. I yeah. just I took this. I'm I'm cursed now. It's I'm great. hoping this that my life turns around. Yeah. <laughs> Like apparently, um, Azrock gets that a lot. That's called a guilty conscience, and it's good that you have one. Yeah. Don't blame it on a curse. If you have the mountains cursed, uh, yes, I'm saying the mountains. I guess it's just the idea of like taking something <laughs> that you feel like you shouldn't. Well, Uluru does have like spiritual significance for yeah the that's, tribes that's that for sure. You know, yeah. Also, uh, there is a puppet that gets uh. That gets uh, apology letters as well. A puppet. Yep. Well, a little is doll. It Elmo. No, it's a it's yeah. a it's a doll. It's a most haunted doll in the world. <laughs> it's it's called Robert. Okay. And he's in a museum. Oh, I think I know this. And one. you have to ask him to take <laughs> a photo of him. And some people don't. And then the same thing happens. Bad luck befalls them. And so they send. Uh, uh, an apology boy. letter to you've to been listening to this. Jeez, this you've been listening to a dude. I already knew par- that before that paranormal podcast. podcast. I I looked up. Uh, I saw. I read something about a haunted chair. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you, have you heard about that one? Wait, was it um, the electric chair from uh, what's it called, Sing Sing Prison or something? It wasn't. Or was it just this a was, chair? This was. It was a wooden chair. Yeah. That was uh, outside some pub, and then the guy who used to always sit in this chair in this pub yeah killed his dad i think oh jesus and then he was 
hanged, but first he said, um, but nobody's better sit in my chair or else they're going to get it. Oh, man. <laughs> Something along those lines. Ooh. And then, of course, the story goes, every time anybody sat in that chair, they saw horrible visions and then died. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And so they apparently... The, the chair is now hung up in a museum wow. so that no one can sit in it even accidentally. Like wow. it's, it's it's out of reach of people because like they say like a cleaner sat in it yeah. by accident <laughs> and, and then got a brain tumor. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. Uh, somebody sat in it and then 40 years later they died. <laughs> that, was, that, that one particular thing. Yeah. I was like, okay, so that was a rapid onset brain tumor, was it? Like, <laughs> And then later that day... <laughs> Oh man, um, um, yeah, that rock sounds pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I Thanks. do wonder how it got there. Mount Cook is a volcano, right? Uh, sh- uh, it was quite foggy, so we didn't uh, actually get to see the entire mountain. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Man. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah, there's uh, a, th- there were actually lakes around there, so maybe right. that's um, that's there's that's a, something to do. There's with a place it. up north, um, near my hometown that has a whole bunch of like it's a big volcano field, and there's a whole bunch of like volcanoes and. All through there is just like massive as rocks that were thrown up like, you know, thousands of years ago. They're just sitting around in fields. Very cool. Yeah. For people who don't know much about New Zealand, um, Auckland is literally like covered in volcanoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Like 11 It's volcanoes? It's kind yeah. of crazy. You you don't I've, – I've never lived in a city like this. <laughs> it's just like – Are you worried? You look at those hills and then you – Anyway, there's I, a volcano. Okay. My story is I, I walked to the top of Mount Eden. Yep. Um because I, I I was I think I was on that like a date or something like that and um and I thought it was just a hill and we got to the, we get to the top of the hill and yeah, there's, there's this giant <laughs> dip in it I'm like oh that's neat oh this is a caldera oh I'm standing on a volcano yep yep, <laughs> yep. and um, then you go out to Mission Bay and you look out across the water <laughs> yeah, yeah like, wait a minute huge volcano huge as volcano there uh it's 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 great it's worth visiting if you don't know anything about New Zealand. You should you should just check it out, and you can put up with crappy drivers in Auckland. Yeah, come out come out to Auckland. Um, if you live in LA, it's going to be a huge improvement in oh. drivers. Play <laughs> that much. All right. <laughs> oh man, don't rely on public transportation here. It's it's not a thing. If you live in LA, it's going to be a huge improvement oh, in yeah? public transportation. <laughs> public transport. <laughs> it's gotten it's gotten a little bit better. You think so? Yeah, I think it's gotten better All for right. me. Oh, but the people is... on the North Shore that have no like train out there. Mm. Yeah, forget it. This is the most irrelevant podcast yeah, for yeah, anybody yeah. outside. Ooh, what, what, what are you guys going to talk about that coffee place we just went to down <laughs> on that street? Next uh, to Albert Park. Let's let's talk video games. Uh, Hearthstone has a new expansion out. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Or it's not out. It's announced. They've, they've announced it. What do you think? Let's talk BlizzCon real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like- thank you, Blizzard, for <laughs> announcing your plans for Diablo 3. Oh, right. Um, uh, yep. Yeah, that was kind worried. of a weird move. Good. Good stuff. Um, it, uh, we've gotten some players from it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, really? That? How, how do we know that? Oh, we just see it. Well, the numbers. I mean, there was there was some of that, but there's also like write-ins. People um, <laughs> just on Reddit, people oh. uh, like a lot of we, got, we there were a lot of posts that were like, oh, "Hey, I I, I just came over from Diablo 3. Uh, after wow. I saw what their plans were for BlizzCon, I'm so disappointed. Oh, wow. So, what's the deal with your game? What was everyone was everyone hoping for a Diablo Four? Uh, there Is were that... definitely people who were hoping for Diablo Four. Yeah, um, there were people who were hoping for an expansion to Diablo Three. Yeah, there were just people who were hoping that there would be something that would 
dramatically mm. change the state of Diablo. Rather than a paid-for class. A yeah. class of DLC, basically. Yeah. It um, also makes me wonder, like, are they planning um, Diablo 3 to become more of a microtransaction-heavy uh, game? Because, I mean, question. the sales, that was like, you know, four, four five years ago or something. Yep. So and people, a lot of people who still play it, but I think how it they will, get money out of it. I think it will greatly depend on the success of of the necromancer. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think people, there's no one. I don't think a price has been announced yet, but I think people are uh, reacting to an expected price mm. of like twenty or thirty dollars. Mm. Um, it could be less than that. It could be more. It could be this. Mm. Could be could be that much. Um, a class in Diablo three takes quite a lot of work. Because it's like, well, it's all, just cut and paste from Diablo Two, isn't it? That like, uh, huh? It's just cut and paste from Diablo Two, isn't it? It's a necromancer. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it uh, in our game, our skills are detached from the characters. So yeah, when we put out a new skill, it's its own independent thing. But mm-hmm. a character in Diablo Three has to come with all of these skills, and on top of that, it has to come with its gear. Yep. Like it's got to come with its own whole progression yeah. system. So it's quite. It's actually when you look at the amount of work involved, it's quite a bit of content. Mm. Um, but I don't, for, from a player's experience standpoint, it's not necessarily going like you. You can't look at your, you know, your witch doctor and go, "Well, thanks to the ne- introduction of the necromancer, my witch doctor now does this." You know, mm. it's just like, "Yep, there's a different thing to use." Yep. And if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. Then you you don't buy it. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to buy it. And if you did buy it and you don't like it, then yeah. you're out of money. Yeah. It's um, so it, 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 they could very well go down the course of, uh, adding new characters for, uh, yeah. like semi-regularly and, and, and charging for it, yeah. but it's going to depend on the success of the Necromancer. Yeah. Um, uh, what did you, cause we just watched a, uh, IGN video of, um, their Diablo one. Yeah. Remake. It, patch. I, I'm going to say it's cool that reskin, uh, their, um, reimagination just reinvention the, keep going i'm um, <laughs> redo back uh, <laughs> rebound it uh it's their sort of ode to to history right yeah it's, their it's, love letter to the other yeah. one yeah that's really what it is right yeah. um and uh, you know it looks cool to me like yeah i know you 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 looked at it and were very disappointed because yeah you, I don't. I actually don't know what your expectations were. <laughs> I'm not sure what my expectations were you, as well, but it wasn't. You were that. sad. You said I, you hoped it looked better than that. I was like, but, oh, this is like Diablo One. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what they said it would be. Yeah. That's disappointing. I think because what did, what did they say? Like the the, the degrees of um, movement or something was would be like how they are in Diablo One. Um, yeah, like they, they, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't. It's not a 3D model that rotates. Yeah. It's like. It's on. It's eight axes yeah. of of a. And so when I watched BlizzCon, in my mind, he was making a joke. Oh, I was like, "Ha ha! That would be funny. That's crazy. Why would you think that? Of course, it's going to be three D. That's ridiculous. That right? Not. But it's not. And then when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, it is like the. It is totally yeah. like Diablo One. I think sure. it's, it's like, neat to me. Like, yeah. I, I look at that and I go, "That's cool." Like they they mm. actually kind of hit nailed the aesthetic. I, I, I guess I was hoping for more of an actual like Diablo one reimagination reimagining than just like You wanted it to be Diablo one as done by the Diablo three team. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to uh 
Diablo th- one like an upscaled um, upraised with, version with of better it. graphics. Yeah, and, yeah, and the Diablo three characters. Yeah, right. But is there really that much of a difference between those two things? I don't know. Like to me, it's just it, it, it's what they said it would be. It they did they a good job of yeah. doing it. If you loved Diablo one, I guess this is looking like it's going to be. I fun. guess what I wanted was the things I liked about Diablo one. Yeah, and not the things I didn't like about Diablo One, which okay. was a lot of that, like that what, movement stuff. And what did you like about Diablo One? Like the environment, I guess. Yeah. The I, yeah. I wanted. There is an environment. You're not in a. <laughs> there is an box. environment. It looked great. Uh-huh. Um, but I guess I just kind of bummed that. I don't know. It moves like Diablo One, <laughs> but that's part of the. <laughs> that charm. is what they exactly what they said it would be. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. it's fine. I I guess I was hoping of uh more of a game than rather just a a a, a little I don't know. I mean, experience. It is, you you did. Is it the full game or is it just like? Just uh, it's a certain it? number of of levels of a dungeon. Yeah. Um. I think it. it I don't. I don't. Well, really exactly like honestly, when I was when I started uh, watching BlizzCon, I thought, and they were talking about the Diablo anniversary. I was like, they're gonna come out with a, you know. An, uh, an anniversary edition that's in the Diablo 3 engine and it's going to be, you know, Diablo 3 movement and all that and right. all, the, all the modern, uh, modern like things that are, uh, are uh, e- you know, e- easy to use, you know, yeah. functionality. Yeah, you, um, you're thinking, you're thinking it's going to be a, a beautiful HD yes. Diablo 1 with, with all of the modern features yes. that we've come to. All the modern about. features, all the modern conveniences. Right. I thought I was hoping for something like that. Yeah, but instead, it's just sort of this like, it's a cheaper version of that. Yeah, it, they did it, it within sure. with, with with the tools they had. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see why you would then be disappointed. Yeah, um, but like, I don't know. I think that, I mean, it's there cool. there would definitely be a large audience who would be disappointed by what you wanted, right? Probably they would be looking, but ugh. Being able to move on more than eight axes. Uh, uh, this just, isn't this isn't the Diablo this, One this I is remember. Setting. I get. I actually. I guess what I wanted was what I remember Diablo One being, rather than what Diablo right. One was. Yeah, probably. You know, like yep. I remember it being amazing looking, and you could, it was fully three D, and you could move all over the place. And right, but none of those it, things. It wasn't at all. None, yeah. none of the things you said were true. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but that's how. You know, that's just how memory is. You know. Yep. I mean, um, I, I remember Diablo 2 looking amazing, and then, you know, a few years back when I went back to it, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also announced the, the Hearthstone thing, right? Blizzard. Um, yeah. So okay. this is your big thing. Like, mean, what, what what did you think mean of it? Streets of Gadgets End is what it's called. It's a new set of 130-something cards. They've shown off, I'm going to guess, maybe 30 of them so far. Um, uh, I'm, I am... I... A bit apprehensive. Yeah, I was really excited for the last expansion, but that one's been the least exciting one for me so far. How do you feel about the theme? Um, theme wise, I actually think this is probably the weakest one yet. Okay, because it's not it's not grounded in anything that uh, players are familiar with. That's true. Because um, I I found it strange that like Gadgetzan is not a big city. No, Gadgetzan is a little tiny outpost in Tanaris yeah, with Yeah, there's like house. there's like Six houses. Yeah. Yep. And they're like it's showing like, it as a, as if it's this sprawling metropolis. Like it's, they're basically showing it's fantasy New York. Yeah. When you go there, like I remember when you went there in, in Vanilla Wow. Yeah. You'd you'd go there. You'd there'd be some quests like there that would take you to the coast where there'd be a few more quests. Yeah. And there, 
and then you'd kind of run out of steam like about five mm. levels in and you, then you'd go like you'd have to sort of march across the desert yeah, and get to the oh Angoro you look down uh, into that crater, crater and go wow this is crazy down here yeah and you go down there and there'd be that, that's where you spend a lot more time yeah <laughs> Snaris, you'd, cool. you'd go there to try and sell uh, pets that, on the auction house that the Alliance couldn't mm. get, basically. That's right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so weird that they then, like, in Hearthstone, are like, actually, it's this giant city that isn't... Not just that, but that there's, like, three crime families, mm. and there's all this lore that just doesn't actually there's show There's a up. bunny rabbit that I don't think is exists in WoW at all. Uh, the bunny... The rabbit man. There's a rabbit man. What? There's a bunny rabbit man. The rabbit man. Are you high right you now? You just keep saying it, Blake. <laughs> There's a rabbit man. <laughs> I think he's losing it. a man it. rabbit. <laughs> half um, man, half rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Half pig. Man you rabbit You didn't notice pig. that. There's, uh, a ra- there's a rabbit man. There's no rabbit man in... in, in uh, you keep Warcraft. saying rabbit man. <laughs> there's a rabbit man. A what? A rabbit... <laughs> a rabbit man. Um... Uh, I'll take your word for. It. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't like oh, looking I'm gonna, at the. I'm, I'm gonna show you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, show me. You're I'm, gonna be I'm, like, oh yeah, it's yeah, probably. Man. My reaction will probably be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um. So the the thing that uh is a little bit worrying to me when I'm looking at like uh card games like Magic, and they bring out a new set, there's usually like a few new mechanics, and they're. The, these new mechanics are um, used throughout the set at like different level, different rarity levels, and they sort of inform the theme of the set hmm. in some way, right? So if we look at like the most recent expansion of Magic called Kaladesh, um, there are vehicles. This is a mechanic where you you can use your it, they you you play these artifacts, which are usually kind of cheaper than you might or they might ordinarily be. Um, and the, you can turn them into creatures with like quite good stats, but the cost is you have to have creatures on the board that po- basically pilot the vehicles. Um, so you, normally you'd pay like five mana for a five five, mm-hmm. but you can pay three mana for a five five. Uh, but for in order to use the five five, you have to have a creature that with uh, like a three three to to crew the vehicle. Okay, right. So you get a little bit. You get a discount. Um, on the on the actual stat, but you line, have a requirement. To but the cost is it. you have to have some other stuff on the battlefield. Yeah. Um, and then they've got this other thing called fabricate, where you can either boost a creature up and make it bigger, or you can get a bunch of little mini weenie creatures alongside mm. it. Um, and there's like so there's this modal modality choice there. Where it's like, which one do you want? Um, this set has sort of got a little bit of that. There's this like boost create cards in your hand mechanic. But they've also had stuff that does stuff to the cards in your hand before, and it's not um, it's not as like clearly defined and structured hmm. as like a magic set does its mechanics. Um, like sometimes it boosts boosts a random card. Sometimes it boosts all of the cards in your hand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it boosts a specific type of card in your hand. <clears throat> and there are some interesting mechanics that you can have with that where. Uh, there's a card that when you play it, you get two uh, copies of it next to each other. So if you manage to boost it while it's in your hand, it comes out much stronger. Yeah. And the copies are also stronger, right? Um, but uh, it's kind of a it, it's it's a mechanic that 
could be in any set. Right. It's, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't have anything to do with the gang family. Yeah. The, the, the families, right? When I look at the Kaladesh set, and I'm going, oh, there's these vehicles. But the, and the thing about Kaladesh is, the racing is a big part of the culture, and right. it's about the engineering. And I look at the magic set, and it's like there's this uh, boost your card in your hands mechanic. Mm. And how does that relate and, to the? And then the separately gangsters. to that, there's these three crime families. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. Um, um, yeah, and this, this was a problem in the previous set where the theme was there are these old gods, um, and there was uh, a series of cards that boosted one of the old gods and made it really strong, and then the other three old gods had mechanics that would influence how you build your deck, mm. but it, but there was no um, follow through on the rest of the cards in that mm. set. There was no real like old god deck. Right, there was no. Yeah, not really. It was like, like there, that. there were a bunch of old god deck archetypes where it's like I'm using a Nazoth deck. I'm right. using that one yeah. old god. I'm using a Cthulhu deck. Yeah, but um, they're just cards like sprinkled throughout. Right, they're not like there's no. This there's, is a themed deck. Right. Once if if you took those cards, if you took the four go- old gods out of that set, mm. I would have a really hard time saying, oh, that's that deck could have only existed yeah. in Whispers of the Old God. Yeah. Um. And I have a, f- I, I'm a bit worried that this set's going to be a little bit like that, where I'm gonna if if you take out a few of these like crime family cards or whatever, mm. you, you you take out. I mean, again, we haven't seen the whole set, so it's a bit hard to tell. But um, I'm just worried that you're you won't be able to look at a deck and go, this could have only existed during this era of Hearthstone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because then uh, aren't they doing the whole? Uh... Like their tournaments will be set in. Like, yeah, there's, um, there's, they've got these year yeah, cycle yearly, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right cycles. now, the year of the Kraken. Who knows what the next one's going to be? Right. Um, and they remove cards from the playable pool for standard mm. and add new cards in, and that has to happen in order to keep the game fresh yeah. and exciting. Yeah. And you need, I think, you need to have interesting and quite drastic mechanical and thematic shifts mm. with each of these sets. Otherwise. It's literally like, um, okay, so I've lost my my five four for three, um, but now I've got a four five for three, or what? It's like you know, like that's basically what we're mm. we're looking at some stat line changes. We're looking at a couple of new mechanics, but I'm not I'm not going. This is the yeah. What a strange direction for this game to take. This mm. is so cool. Whereas like sometimes and it's a risk to do that. Sometimes magic does that, and it's a bit of a failure. Yep. Um. But it's interesting, at least. But yeah, it's 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 some it makes it exciting and fresh, and it makes it uh, worth keeping up to date on. Mm. And I don't know that this is Hearthstone's not doing that right now for me. Um, maybe these other cards you were just talking about, but there were they talked about dual class cards. Yeah, so this is um, the one sort of mechanical. Basically, they're making cards that multiple classes can use, but mm. more classes can't. Right now, you've got your class cards, yeah. which only that class can use, right? If you're a priest, you've got these set of priest cards that you, only the priest can use. So there's these set of nine cards. Nine out of 130 doesn't seem like that many. Um, and uh, they're, they're cards that three classes can use. Okay. Um, which means... And, and the three classes are sort of loosely tied to... The families, the theme of the families. Yeah, but even then, it's yeah. kind of like what? So, like, there's, um, I think it's called the Cabal. I think might be one of them, and it's like mage, warlock, priest. Mm, they're, cool. They're, they're all casters. Ones, yeah, yeah. 
And then there's like the Jade Lotus, and that's like Druid, Shaman. So the so right there you're like, okay, Natri, and then Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're the assassins, right? They're the ones in the back in the background that, you know. Right. Ninjas. Ninjas, but then also Shaman. <laughs> Or, or natri, but also rogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, it, like, what would the, well, what would you put in that place though? Like, I would probably have put hunter. Oh yeah, it's a good right. Point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that would. They're far more natri than right. Rogue. Yeah. yeah, and then you could have like because druid also has a beast theme. Hunter has a beast theme. Yeah, yeah. Shaman has a totems theme, which isn't like quite the same level, but you can see that there's like a, mm. a be with the earth theme there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, instead, they've got the other, the third faction, which is. Warrior, paladin, and hunter. Yeah, <laughs> there's yep. like the bruisers or something like that. Mm. So warrior, I totally get like yeah. bruiser, paladin, kind of bruiser, but kind of honorable. I mean, so I mean, kinda... yeah, but also like a, a very like strengthy melee type. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and then hunter smash stuff with a sword. Hunter, stand stand at the back of the pack. Yeah, and shoot stuff yeah. with your with your pet. I mean, uh, yeah, I think maybe <laughs> an assassin would have probably made more sense there because at least they're yeah meleeing so the, things there's, in there's some way some, there's yeah right there maybe the there's some element of the theme that hasn't come out yet that's going to really solidify why these class choices mm. were made maybe there's mechanical reasons these class choices were made mm. the net result though is that um while using certain cards you might you can use them to gain access to cards from other classes which is sort of a novel feature for a lot of the classes but if you've been playing rogue or priest not new at all mm. um that's really like it yeah it's it, I, it's really hard for me to look at this and go they're adding a new experience because yeah. i they're sort of they're adding a new experience in spots and then sort of retreading but old ground it, it sounds like that's just like your opinion of what they've been doing um in the past like you say old gods and you're yeah. just like well i mean yeah there's some new cards but there's nothing that really Stands out to me as as old godsy and right. It's more like like I I I for old gods, a lot of the cards I look at it and I just I say this doesn't. If I looked at this deck list three years from now, mm. would I go? Oh, this was Clearly what, what God, a strange yeah. time for 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 mm. for Hearthstone. I don't think I will. I'll just go. Yep, yeah, uh, there that was the when they mm. had the old the four old god cards and sometimes they were used, <laughs> and then there were the. The rest of the cards in the pool. Which... What? Um, so, what expansion of theirs do you think had the strongest sort of theme, where um, you could look at a deck and say this deck could only exist because of these? It's a fair question. Um, Goblins versus gnomes was was quite identifiable because yep. mechs were a theme mm. before Goblins versus gnomes. Mechs didn't exist. There were cards that were robot themed. But yeah, they didn't have the mech archetype. Um, and then they introduced the mech archetype, and there were mech decks, mm. and um, they were really dominant for a little while. Um, then uh, Grand Crusade, which was the expansion that came out after that, right, had the Inspire mechanic, and um, that one was a little bit weaker in terms of its effect on how people use the cards. But at this point, they didn't have like standards, so they mm. still also had the mech cards, right? Um, and I think the set before that was pitched a little bit high in terms of power. So it made it hard for, um, for the grand tournament to make a big impact on the gameplay. 
Um, but th- they had the inspire mechanic, and you could make an inspire deck where you're using your hero yep. power often to do crazy things. So you could clearly make a deck that was all around right. this one thing. And you, you could look at that, and you'd go, look, they've got all this mech synergy, and then whenever they use their hero power, this crazy thing goes off. This mm. can only have existed during this era. Yep. And then they introduce the old gods, and you're like, yep, there's those four old god cards and some other ones. Sometimes you see them, sometimes you don't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter. Everyone's then, still doing zoo decks. And then I'm worried that this next thing's going to come out, and you're going to go... Yep, there's those <laughs> there's those nine class yeah hybrid cards and and you know whatever. I I hope they prove me wrong because I love Hearthstone. What do you hope to see next from them? Their next expansion? Do you... um I would like to see another like mechanic like large mechanical mm. shift like Inspire. Yep, where you you can it's something it's a mechanic that requires you to uh not just build your deck in a different way but play your cards in a different way. Mm. Um. Yeah, Murloc that's, expansion. That's all I, yeah, a Murloc expansion would be interesting. That'd be, that'd be if, fantastic. I love a Murloc it, expansion. Uh, if it were like uh, another tribal one, like rather than having just mechs being introduced, um, if it were like Murlocs, mechs, ver, Murlocs and mechs versus beasts and oh, dragons wow. or something yeah, like be, that, some, right? Something crazy. If it, and and there are cards that work with both Murlocs and mechs, and cards that work with both beasts and dragons, and you build your your deck around mm. the combination of tribes or something like that then you that's something i'm talking about like yeah. you, you look at that deck and you go i can see the era this came from i can see the theme yep yeah mm. that's what i'd like to see what else <laughs> <laughs> so there was the the thing that uh really surprised me the most from uh blizzcon um was the uh deep mind ai that they want to implement into starcraft uh, Google's Deep Mind, the one that this is—I didn't really hear about this. Tell yeah. me more. Um, so, <laughs> dude, like, okay, so I caught them. Like, they announced that they were going to. You do caught this. them. I caught them. I caught them. <laughs> um, they announced that they were going to do this, and uh, unfortunately, I missed the panel where they actually talked about it. Yep. And I can't find that online, and I can hardly <laughs> find any information about Are it. Are you sure you didn't just have a dream? <laughs> but where... Maybe. Uh, no, but it's 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 happening. Um, and it sounds like it just sounds very interesting to me because I guess yeah. the, people that don't know the DeepMind AI is the Google's like machine learning AI that beat the uh, what is he the Grandmaster of Go or something? Oh yeah, 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 something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find interesting because I heard um, uh, the like about um, what the guy was saying, this Grandmaster was saying about playing that AI. Yeah, he was saying it was like. Um, playing against a completely alien being mm. because it was making moves that didn't make any sense. You know, it was not, I guess, the meta or whatever of, right. of the current like kind of game. Not, but a it was conventional looking, thing. It was looking so many moves. Yeah, in that's or the thing. He, it was making moves that he's just like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. It and seems it random. Win. And then hundred moves down the track, it all pays off. Yeah, it all made sense. You know, yeah. and for stuff like something like that cool. in StarCraft would be fascinating yeah. to watch. Because people, people already do that, you know. They do the proxy gateways and 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 yeah. stargates and things like that. Things that if they get caught doing it at the time, it'll wreck them. Yeah. But if they manage to, you know, keep it hidden and, and yeah. hide what they're doing, that that first move pays off huge. Like later on, it's also interesting because like much of game strategy only comes from the meta, right? Yeah. You you, you play responsively to your opponent, mm. and you learn their tactics 
and you build your strategy around their tactics or whatever, right? So um, if you're playing against something that isn't playing responsively or is or is playing um, with much uh, a much longer game in, in mm. mind, that meta just becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Right? It's it's well, it also, does that then just change the meta to be more like different? Yes, yeah, it, it, it just absolutely. changes the meta to be it different. Has to, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what well, you and, then start looking for weaknesses in the AI. You, you start looking at like, well, it, if it's planning such a long game, you have yeah. to go for the short game or something like. Yeah, that. that that's the thing. Yeah, um, but then I mean, it is machine learning, so it yeah, and then it'll adjust. Adjust that's, that's that. Fascinating. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And and if, if, implementing if this that wasn't just some crazy oh fever dream you'd had, I would be very no. It's it's, <laughs> it's true. Um, but what I, what I really want to see now, uh, coming up is, do you remember when I was talking about Mujin gambling? Yes. I want to see a league. Mm. <laughs> a, a deep mind. Yeah. I want to see deep mind versus deep mind, <laughs> like esports. Oh, right. Where it's like, this team has trained their AI this way. Yeah. This team has trained their AI this way. Battle it out. This is just robot wars. With it video is robot games. wars, but with AI instead of <laughs> that, that show already control. exists. No, robot <laughs> wars is just remote control. It's still a human That's being. This is true. this is pure like AI stuff, man. Yeah, it's, it'd be amazing and um, a, a completely uh, separate to video games. Yeah, uh, there is a um, there is a racing uh, division called Formula E. Sorry, uh, I was thinking of clowns. Clowns? <laughs> oh yeah, no, uh, no, carry on. That's that comes later. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> Racing. Uh, yeah. So, have you you heard of Formula E? Nope. It's um, electric car racing. Basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get e, it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, because of electricity. <laughs> yes. the e, the, Classic. The E stands for energy. <laughs> the E stands for E car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the E stands for electrifying watch, watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, they they are starting to have. Um, they want to uh, have a pure purely AI driven cars. Like not not you know yeah. throughout the whole league. I mean, this is just a subset of it. But they want to start you know um, developing AI driven cars, right. and it's the exact same thing where it's just this team has this AI car, this team has this AI car. Let's see who who wins. But okay, it's it's a fascinating idea. But then. Could you not just then put that AI into a simulation yeah. of a racetrack you, you and get c- the results in a fraction you of a could, time? You could, but <laughs> the crashes won't be as spectacular. <laughs> if, theoretically, I mean, if, if they're crashing, that AI is bad. Yeah. Right? That, that needs to be replaced. Yeah. Well, yeah. There should be no crashing. There should be no crashing. <laughs> So it's gonna be boring as hell to watch. I don't know. Well, I hope it isn't. It's gonna be like watching. <laughs> it's like gonna be like watching a well-run public transit like, system. Oh wow! Well, these cars are so. <laughs> yeah, look at that. They're but, so efficient. I mean, how, how much? <laughs> but yeah, but if they're doing that, then they're not competitive. They got to yeah. take risks. They got to take chances. They got to calculate. Oh, I have a ninety percent chance True. of overtaking this guy. Oh, the ten percent happened and I crashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. Know, it's. Um, I would. I would love to watch how that happens like i yep. if, if that's a thing that exists that's that'd be cool that, um yep but well it doesn't exist yet right um i think we're closer to the starcraft thing happening cool. than than the the formula e happening i would be very interested in watching I, deep mind play Starcraft. oh man i would be amazed it would, i would love to watch deep mind play like a dota or a league of legends yeah, as well yeah because and i think just implement like if they can implement this well into starcraft 
then they could just like have some sort of games division of their AI to like you know sell to to games companies right you know like um I was talking to Sam before how uh the AI in Overwatch is is real bad is there even AI in there Overwatch? There is AI. I mean, it is a multiplayer game, but I mean, the AI in, o- in Overwatch, yeah. they 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 instantly, as soon as you peek even a little tiny like pixel around a corner, they instantly know where you are and will just oh, shoot the shell at you. Okay, you know that's that's not cool. Like no. you know, and and it, it means for other other games like, um, dude, um, Total War. Yeah, I I managed to get, I managed to create a um a strategy in total war that pretty much won 90% of the time because the AI always does the same thing. Yeah. If I right. was playing against an AI that learned stuff and they could have different AI for different factions right. with different like, you know, motivations, motivations yeah. and things and more aggro versus yeah, yeah. more defensive. And then, and then sure. suddenly, yeah, I've been doing this one thing that's been paying off, but holy shit, now they've adjusted to it. It makes me think, have you ever, like, I used to go to like birthday parties in high school or whatever. And I don't believe it. In high school. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you had friends? <laughs> no, it was my birthday party. <laughs> I was the only one there. Um, I, I used to go to these, like, friends' houses, and we'd have, like, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, right. We yeah. just have, we'd go for AIs and watch them duke it out. Yeah. And, like... How long would a match like that last? Uh, it depends on how many stocks. Sometimes you put it up to 99. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> just, that just would watch be, it. That would just be running in the background. I feel like you just have it in the background of... while you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. In it's fact, I, 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 New Year's Eve a couple years ago, I, we did a drinking game based around this. Oh, cool. Um, but uh, that's sort of similar to what you're wanting. But yeah. it already exists. It's just not like a deep mind level of AI. Mm. However, Smash Brothers AI is really good. I'm, I was yeah. playing uh, Smash Brothers on the Wii U. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm just wondering, like, because we we use AI for Path of Exile for our monsters, mm. um, and I, I it made me look at how complex is our AI. Aha, good well, question. <laughs> um, it, it depends. Yeah, it's all RNG, man. It's it's crazy. Oh man, yeah. There there is some RNG to it, <laughs> but um, running in the opposite direction sometimes. Just, <laughs> yeah. I I, assume, I I I would suspect that the best AIs do have some randomness. To oh it, no, no, to, uh, yeah, I I think to keep too. it. Uh, a Random. little unpredictable, mm-hmm. right? Mm. If if you know exactly what your opponent's going to do, that's not very good oh, AI. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, but that's what makes the Smash Brothers AI quite interesting is because I don't fully understand how... I, I suspect it's got to do with, like, proximity, orientation, and, and like, what the opponent's action is at any given time mm. determines what the AI is going mm. to do. But they do it in such a way that, like, it, f- it feels fair. It doesn't feel like the Overwatch... Yeah. They already know what you're gonna do, and you're you're dead before you hit the ground. Mm. You know, it's some fascinating yeah. stuff. AI is interesting. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that Mujin gambling thing just shows how how much people are willing yep. to watch AI fight each other for yep. hours and hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and gamble fake money on it, or it just shows how sad people are sometimes. Yep, yep. But dude, I could I had to pull myself away yeah, from case that. in point. <laughs> case in point. Yeah, Goku right. versus like <laughs> like SpongeBob, man. Don't you want to know who wins? Omega Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. Uh we're probably running out of time, so but we've got some fan mail and some questions. Is there anything you guys want to talk about first? Not really. No. Uh mm. 
Nah, I was gonna say Red Dead stuff, but oh, nah. Well, but the, the only reason I bring that up was because we were pretty light on it last time, and and a, and a reason for it was um, it wasn't very much information. Well, I wasn't really wasn't feeling the vibe in, in the room. <laughs> I, I didn't. I told you I like Red Dead. Mm, mm. What else do you need to know? Prequel, apparently. Supposed. Oh right, yeah. yeah well, yeah. now we know how it ends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I, it's, it's the start of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, yeah. Okay. Did we talk about um, the whole like Magnificent Seven oh, theme yeah. that seems to be ha- maybe happening? With no, it? I, I don't actually know much about that. What did you hear about? I mean, I well, I there's seven characters, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Well, the seven in the poster are different from the seven in the trailer. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, man, you've you've done some. Man, they just can't keep it straight, can they? Yeah. I know. I know. It's really <laughs> continuity. Uh, is amateur hour over there. Who knows what's <laughs> happening? Anyway. Let's do questions. <laughs> so you don't you don't, you don't, you don't want to talk, talk more about it? Like oh jeez, um, dude, the vibe is good right now. I like the visuals, the graphics. The, yeah. But no one wants to hear me go on about well graphics. It's interesting you bring this up. We have some fan mail. Let's do it. Oh, do we? This is from uh, Rian. Rian. That's Ryan. Um, oh. Well, we. This is from Ryan, who we work with. He apparently is a fan. He sits behind me. He could have just told me this. <laughs> uh, but instead, he emailed us. Uh, he didn't want um, to talk to you. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I don't remember what he's referring to here. So right. maybe you okay. can fill in some gaps. But I like how it starts. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> I think Nick was one was right 100% of the time this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the fan mail. <laughs> that's, that's all I wrote. No, no. um, um, I don't know. I don't remember which that podcast. That must have been... Oh, jeez. I, if, I, I actually I, don't know. I'm pretty sure it was the... I think it was the last episode. Yeah, it must have been the lead one. Or I don't remember what I said. Was it the one about Disney? Was it the one where you came back? No, it's about you doing what you want to do in role-playing games. Uh, not having to do it. Not not having the game tell you have, you have to do it. You having... Letting, I don't remember any of no, this. Keep, keep going. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll piece this it's, together. It's a bit long. Let's, let's, yeah. let's roll through it. Uh, Battlefield 1 on ultra settings in 4K is probably the single greatest thing I've ever seen in a video game in my life. Mm-hmm. But a large part of that is due to the fact that they did an incredible job of optimizing their engine. The fact that my PC can run it so well after four years is an absolute joy. Oh, that's pretty good. My main worry with Red Dead Redemption is that, like most Rockstar games, it will probably look fantastic, but they're generally massive resource hogs, and I'll probably have to settle for medium high. Oh. Ooh. Do you um, want a rebuttal? Um, it's not done. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to answer the whole thing afterwards? Like, all right, yes. let's go back to point by point. Point one. Um, uh, uh, do you want? Do you want? <laughs> I don't think uh, Battlefield looks. No, no, it's it's got really good rendering, but they, they carry the model sucks. You playing um, on four K though? No, I mean he's playing on some. Yeah, insane. I, I question craziness. your setup, Ryan. I've been talking to you about your computer. I think. Yeah, well, let, let's. Yeah. Keep going. I would trust the programmer to know more about his computer, Ryan, <laughs> and how how to make that. Thing yeah, but Ryan's well. Ryan's borderline programmer. No, no. What? No, keep going. He's full programmer. He's a programmer. <laughs> I know. I know. Um. Uh, he said, "I've been wanting to get into Nintendo games for a long time, but they've never been able. I've never. I've never been able to decide which console I'm supposed to get. I can definitely relate to the idea that they're competing with themselves. By the way, he just bought a uh, 3DS." Oh. So he's getting into Nintendo games. Good oh. on you, Ryan. Um, they're very Would've fun. gone with a PSP. <laughs> PSP Go. I'm just, just going to let that hang. 
I hope you feel that hot, burning shame on your neck. You Man, that. you're staring daggers at me. <laughs> Um, in regards to Red Dead Redemption 2, I'd rage, wager that dog versus vulture scene would either A, play once during the first time you enter the area, or B, replay just about every time you enter, enter the area. It's a common mechanic in games like Witcher 3, Skyrim, or Assassin's Creed, and it gets pretty tiring after a while. I mean, it could simply be just a one-off cut, part of a one-off cut yeah. scene. Yeah. Okay. But you reckon it's more like, I, it seemed like you were leaning towards like crazy, uh, AI interaction on, on a subtle <laughs> D-mine, so. Yeah, D-mine on that dog. Uh, the, the cool thing Rockstar games have is like, yes, that they could start that way, but mm-hmm. you can also interrupt them and have interesting things play out from that. And their animation system's legit. It's on yep. point. So it's fully physics-based. So, yeah, sure, you could you could watch it, at, it play you, out. Or, you, you're hoping you can be able to then kick that dog and then well, it reacts in a mm-hmm. different way and then it might just go back to eating mm-hmm. that whatever sure um ryan the witcher don't don't use those <laughs> don't don't compare rockstar games to cd project red games it's not it's Ooh. not a it's not fair to rockstar. No, compare them to saints row that's more of a yeah <laughs> do, do it that way yeah. <laughs> and call of warriors <laughs> oh but um yeah i'm sure it does play out multiple times it, you'll reuse things sure you'll probably see it a couple times but in the first red dead i don't I don't know, it just looks like there's more animal situations playing out like that. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting animal to situations. see more. Mm. Cool, yeah. Like, it's, it's too early to say anything yeah, about... Yeah, I mean, it, um, it totally is. We're trying to dissect a, a trailer and try to figure out what the game will be like on the, something that didn't really show actual gameplay. Mm. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so mean, it was all, it was you know, trailer, it was all in-game, right? but yeah. it was not actual gameplay. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the GTA trailers. I don't think we saw... I don't know if we ever actually saw gameplay, gameplay from mm. a GTA trailer. But, um, I mean, I, I guess you can, you know... Wait. Yeah, they did it with five. Two of them. No, they'd used in-game assets, and they had, like, cinematics mm. from, like, the... the I can you know, find the, the intro and quest stuff. I don't remember... If, is there ever a scene where... Someone's like running into a car and, and getting in and driving around or... I'll find it for you. Yes, okay. so it starts with an airplane the, and a woman narrating over it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You can carry on. I mean, that was, cool. that, that was pretty close to gameplay for sure, I think. That, yeah, it had HUDs and everything. About, yeah. All right. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they do that for Red Dead, mm. that'll be good. Um, we've also got some fan mail from Kristoff. Uh, okay. Uh, this is specific to Path of Exile. Finally, getting to the maps. Uh, new tiles look awesome. Factory slash Oasis are the ones I've seen so far, and there is one where the where it's forced, and then you go above uh, in an old channel esque looking tile set. Um, I think Blake's work on this is. Uh, I think Blake's work on this exclusively. Oh, I think Blake. Sorry, I'm I'm totally <laughs> I'm totally reading this like an idiot. I think Blake works on this. Oh, I I, th- I think he's yes, said, you, you I work do. on it. Yeah, I do. I mean it's. My job. <laughs> yep. What to do. do. All in day's work. I think now, saying, nailed it, Christoph. You, you yeah. did a good job. And thanks. then he, he Dude, said... thanks. That's that's actually really good to hear. Um, also, can you give the person a high five who did the game freeze with the shaper monologuing? Totally awesome. Oh, who did that? Who does that the trailers? was uh, a mixture of myself, uh, Reese, and Jonathan. I wanted, I wanted some, some pausing action stuff. For quite a while, uh-huh. I had I pitched basically a league that sort of revolved around this mechanic. Ah. Um, Bullet time, sort of. Um, but 
there were there are issues with it. Like it's hard to make it work in multiplayer sure. for long yeah, periods yeah. and stuff. Um, uh, and then when I wanted to do some like monologuing during the quests, Jonathan suggested we do the freeze frame thing for that, and I was like, yes, let's definitely do that. And then Reese actually made it happen. So that's a good job to the three of us, mainly me. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. King of the world right here. Wait, hold oh, on, hold no. on. You brought up something Running for office. Oh, whoa. Jeez, man. <laughs> what? Uh, Grinding Gears office? Like... <laughs> all of them. Oh, I'm oh. running for all offices. Oh, man. <laughs> They're all going to be mine. Oh. Nick, you brought up an interesting uh, thing just yeah. now. Um, multiplayer freezing time. Yeah. How, how are you guys doing that? Um, basically, it's uh, pausing everything that's happening in the instance. Right. For, for a set, it, it pauses it for a set period of time at the start the of monsters. the event. Not just monsters. Players... Uh, everything. Is everything that annoying, in the though? How how annoying would that be for players? Well, they, they nothing's. They're they they don't see. They can't do anything. And then so everything is paused. Then this animation is playing. Oh, okay. So they 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 see and hear the shaper, mm-hmm. and then everything continues. However, if you try and join an instance during this time, you just get stuck on the load screen until it's done, unpaused. Oh, uh, not good. Um, which is why it's it's not very long. Uh, and it's why we don't use it very often. Well, okay. It's part of the reason why we don't use it very often. Mm. Um, the other part of this is if you're like in a different part of the instance, if you're like nowhere near the event when it happens, it still freezes time, and you still see the shaper pop up on your screen and do the stuff. You just don't have the context for it. Right. Um, so we have to be kind of careful about how we use this because, excuse me, <laughs> you are taking the player out of the action, and... Um, and it can result in like bad experiences if yep. if you're too loose with it. Mm. The, but um, I know a lot of people really liked it, and I do want to use it more because it's cool. Like an intro into a an instance. Well, not just that, but like specifically having the shaper affect bosses and stuff more would be cool to me. Okay. Um, there is the the reason why I wanted to yeah. talk about this was because Max Payne had an interesting thing with the multiplayer Come and on. bullet time. Mm-hmm. Do you know how they? I don't. They, um, I played a game called The Specialist, which did some <clears throat> cool stuff as well. Oh, h- how do they do it? Um, I think when you slow down time, it slows down time for everybody. Ooh, that, okay, that's rough. And in multiplayer, that happens a lot. Yeah. So, so the way <laughs> yeah, the way Max know. Payne it, it actually played well because the game was really fast paced. The way Max Payne went about doing it was if Blake was to initiate bullet, bullet time and had you on your sights. Yeah. Um, you two would be in bullet time. But right. if I wasn't involved in this, if, if I wasn't in viewing distance of you guys, I yeah. could run around regular speed. Oh, wow. But as soon as I entered your line of sight yeah. or in, in view of your characters, I would be in bullet time. Oh, so it would basically have a radius mm. of bullet time around. Well, it was based on a user oh, I view, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and, and so if I saw you yeah. or, you know, or that thing play out, may, maybe it was like you guys had a, a bounding box around you mm. and then as soon as i viewed that bounding box it actually started right affecting me as well wow interesting but i thought that was a really cool that way that is a good solution mm. um there are issues with that so i think the matrix mmo <laughs> yeah do you remember this remember the matrix online? i remember matrix no. online i was yeah. talking about it just the other day about its end event when it finally shut down uh-huh and they um because uh, they're shutting down all the servers and the, yep. the game was over, uh, but they for like uh, I think a couple of weeks maybe they had um, an in like a big in-game event where it was like the Matrix was crashing and falling apart and getting all corrupted and there were yeah. like all these like crazy things happening and eyeballs popping up in the sky and <laughs> and just things like crazy glitches all over yeah, the place yeah. and it was like yeah this is pretty cool because it's like the end of the game and yeah. the end of the Matrix yeah yeah cool um, well 
that game was seriously problematic. Um, basically, you could get into like a bullet time fight thing. Mm-hmm. I think there were two kinds of classes. Basically, there's like the the shooty class and the the fighty class. Mm-hmm. And if you're a fighty class, you'd get locked into like this one on one combat. But then a shooty class guy could walk over while you're locked into one on one combat in like slow motion and just shoot you. Oh shit. <laughs> but and, the guys are in slow motion you fighting. You can't you can't dodge that kind of stuff. The bullet, no, because like the 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 guy who's in the shooty class isn't bound to those rules. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's why um, the max pain solution is interesting to me because they'd have to have been very carefully designed levels to prevent that sort of thing from happening. Mm. Like you wouldn't be able to have a sniper in that, right? No, you can't have a big open field. Because as soon as someone's outside of the range of mm. this, like effect, the the balance breaks down, and no one's ever going to use that effect again. Unless it was a physical bullet that then once it hit some was it hit went to enter bounding the bullet box, time. it just went. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a way to do it. But at that point, like, and you can walk up to it outside that box and be like, "Oh man, you'd have this to bullet mm-hmm. just hanging there." <laughs> you could be spraying the area with bullets yeah. from afar yeah. and they all enter that bounding box yeah. and there's just a wall of bullets <laughs> coming your you. way and, you're, and you, you are, can just spray it you are stuck in speed. slow motion yeah. running away <laughs> so <laughs> it sounds awesome <laughs> okay sure it's a, it's a very interesting I, would, I, I should take a look at that it sounds cool yeah let's find let's find a video of that and put it on Facebook right Blake <laughs> No. Um, all right. Uh, let's let's answer one question from the email. Um, this is from Rock Dog. <clears throat> Rock Dog. Oh my god. Hey, wait. Have <laughs> we heard from Rock Dog before? Yeah. Oh, okay. this is the second email. Oh, fan of the show. Yeah, fan Rock of the Dog. show. Rock Dog. And by the way, you can email us uh, frenziequestions at gmail dot com. You got some questions? Email us. Mm-hmm. Like tell your Ryan friends did. about us. Too. Like Rock Dog did. Some people told us that they told their friends. That was nice. Yep. We liked that. That was cool. That was cool. Um, you can also tweet at us at Frontseatcast. You can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Frontseatcast. Uh, you can go to our WordPress site, frontseatgamer.wordpress.com. Yep. I think that's about it. That's it. Um, there's also iTunes. You should rate us on iTunes. Yeah, rate it. us for sure on iTunes. Um, and then ema- email me a dollar. I don't know how you're going to do it, but email me a dollar. What, just like. Uh, photocopy of a dollar like I don't know. here's a pdf of a dollar <laughs> i'm gonna leave that open yeah email it email me a dollar yep cool um <laughs> cool. so here's another question for you all this is from rock dog following your discussion of battlefield one which looks awesome and the beta weekend realistically once the game is released for early access or open alpha slash beta testing how much tweaking and polish can actually be achieved is it restricted to more general game systems like menus and such or can real change be achieved before impending release window I assume Kickstarter slash indie games can be potentially delayed and reworked a bit more than more easily than AAA titles with a fixed release date. But can feedback from a preview actually reshape a game? As a follow-up, do you feel in general these previews mostly help or hurt the sales of new games? Would a weekend beta of No Man's Sky have completely ruined its sales? Um, I censored that. Blake <laughs> uh, nodding. This is not a question. But having listened to the 20-plus hours of Dan Carlin's World War One podcast, I am hyped as for BF1, despite it not being despite not being an FPS fan. Cool. Uh, it's cool that, like, history got you into a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, to answer those questions, what do you... Let's let's hear from you guys first. Severn, what do you think? 
What do I think? Uh, do you think um, uh, much can be changed from from an early access alpha type thing? And do you think it's helpful? Certain things are locked or in. Harmful for the sales. Certain certain things are are locked in. Okay. Like uh, I don't know for for Battlefield. Like we, we've talked about this before. We it's pretty much just server testing, right? Yeah, it's kind of it's um, basically just like uh, QA, really, yeah. isn't it? Like I I I'm pretty you're, sure you're it's getting just, you're getting thousands of people on where you didn't have thousands of people on before, mm -hmm. and they're finding bugs and you're fixing them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I think that's pretty much how they used mm. it. Um, I think early access is something different though, completely. Uh, wh what was y you probably know more about? Yeah, early I mean, access games early than... access is, you know, uh, the game hasn't finished, mm. and and there's still more content. Yeah, they'll added. they'll yep. change things depending on feedback, hopefully. But um, usually, um, art style set in stone. Right. Whenever they show anything for it, yeah, uh, characters, whatever. Um, it depends on the team size, I think, and how flexible the the company is. Mm. Um. I think, I mean, from our experience, uh, we did a beta for, we did a closed beta for Act 4, mm. right? Um, where we m changed a fair bit of the balance. Um, we we were testing out the jewel system, basically. And the jewel system, the rare mods, for example, in the jewel system were reworked, I think, a few times before, during the beta. Um, and the unique jewels, uh, we we kind of realized which ones were broken and we removed them. That's good. So yeah. like, um, that was helped that some significant changes happened there, at least from a balance standpoint. Mm. Um, there's also like changes to boss mechanics and stuff. Mm. Um, some skills were, were, were tweaked and stuff. Uh, but that was done in more than just a weekend. Yes. I don't think the, <clears throat> in the case of, um, a beta weekend, they were almost certainly just stress testing servers. Yeah. They were saying, they were load testing. They were saying, what what can we expect from the sales? Mm. How many servers should we actually get set up? And what does a failure case look like? Mm -hmm. Also, it's it's advertising. It's, uh, yes. Yeah. If, it's, oh, yes. if it's, it's really good for word of mouth, right? If yeah. it's really good, like Battlefield, holy crap, the amount of people talking mm. positive about yeah. a Battlefield game after that was yeah. through yeah, the roof. I mean, yeah, it's straight up his word of mouth because anyone that didn't get in there as all their friends saying how amazing it was, mm -hmm. you're way more likely to buy it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I think it, it really depends on how close to the planned launch it is um, and how long the testing period is. Mm. Um, sometimes huge changes can happen. Like whole systems can be completely redone yep. if, if enough time is, is planned for it. Yep. And, but it, if you're unsure, if you're, if you're planning that much time then, and you're unsure about it, you probably haven't done enough internal testing, right? How do you feel No Man's Sky would have done if they'd had a beta weekend? Ooh, not well. Good question. <laughs> yeah. But th that was a conscious thing, I, f I feel. Like, they they knew that. It's hard to tell. So I reckon there might have been a lot of players in denial going, oh, but it's just the beta weekend. By the time yeah. this actually comes out, yeah. it, they'll have a, an actual structure oh, to yeah. follow. <laughs> they'll have uh, a game. They'll have they'll, a game. They'll have a game in there. They'll put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Right now, they just haven't got the game in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... I, I, Good answer. I, I think I think we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I think we're probably out of time. Mm -hmm. um, so if you, like I said, if you've got some questions, email us, frontseatquestions at gmail.com uh, or tweet at us at frontseatcast. Um, our Twitter is real sad. 
<laughs> no, no. Our our YouTube is oh real yeah sad. yeah we oh, have yeah. a YouTube. Um, we don't really advertise it because I I don't think I think you need a certain amount of subscribers before you can actually have a proper YouTube like URL. Right. Like right now we're like YouTube slash four five nine eight seven six blah 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 <laughs> hash. Yeah, but um, I reserved that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's elite speak that, for Nick that, rules. That has, that has significant <laughs> meaning for it for me, and I'm just not going to yeah. go into it. That's all. No. Um, yeah. Uh, you should check out our YouTube page because it's real sad. There was a video on there that had one view. Yeah, it was probably me just checking <laughs> yeah, to yeah, see yeah. if it worked. It was. It was almost um, certainly just. Yeah. Um, check the link. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a secondary thing. You know, yeah. It's fine. Um, if, if you, you can wanna... if you can find us, I think it's Frenzy Cast on on YouTube because Frenzy Gamer was taken. Yeah, dude, Frenzy Gamer was taken. Um, you can go to facebook.com slash frontseatcast yep. and talk to us on there and our WordPress, frontseatgamer.wordpress.com. Um, mm-hmm. So also talking about like, um, no, I'm not going to say clown news. Okay, cool, cool. I do have something. About clown Here we go. Do you want to know about clown news? Blake's, Blake's um, say, three minutes of... of <laughs> the clown minute. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. All right, a hot clown minute. <laughs> I think uh, I have one of those ones. <laughs> um, there's, it's pretty much died down. Uh, but uh, we ahead. did we did actually get some clown news sent in from a listener. Nice. Um, Thank you. It was uh, kind of sad, actually, because it was about deaths. Oh. Uh, clown deaths. Um, eh. one was, ah, oh, I can't quite remember it. A kid in Germany got stabbed. Oh, jeez. Uh, but the, the shocking one, the absolutely just. Wait, what? The sad that's one. That's not shocking? That's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's shocking, but this one is this more is bummer cast. There time. was, um, uh, I can't remember what country it was. I, but, uh, some country that had, um, s- like a, uh, sort of civil war in its past and had a bunch of landmines uh-huh. in forested areas. Yeah. Uh, this American guy went there, uh, I guess, visiting relatives, I think, and thought it would be funny to chuck on a clown costume and scare people. Uh-huh. Um, the locals, people he tried to scare, weren't buying it right. and chased him off. Okay. He ran into a field oh, and the, the people started screaming at him to come back, come back, right, come back. Right, right. And then he got blown up. Yikes. That's not good. Yep, it was terrible. Tragic, so, dude. So, Thanks for bringing the tone down yep <laughs> hey man <laughs> this is this is just like clown news we got so i'm just i'm I, just i don't make the clown news okay <laughs> i don't I make import it. it yeah this is just what, <laughs> this is just what happened me. um but there is also other, another thing that's it for clown news <laughs> you can rest easy there's another thing that uh, me and nick have been talking about sort of um and i'm ambushing oh, you, oh oh i know what this is and it's about youtube mm-hmm. um and maybe doing some YouTube-only content. But uh, how would you feel if we had a YouTube series um, called, uh, I hear it's not very good, where... Where did you Nick, get this title from? Wait a minute. I don't know. Me and Nick, <laughs> mm-hmm. make you play games that you have heard are not very good for, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour, yeah. and you, and we, uh, we get your reaction on, yeah. on them live, like... In uh, real time. And there's a camera on me and yep. everything. Yep. There's I, a camera on all of us. I'm not into it. I'm gonna dub this later. I'm into it. I'm I'm into it. <laughs> Listeners, please tell us we're if you're gonna, into we're it. We're gonna or edit not, the you... word not out of that. <laughs> Blake's gonna edit that. I'll find a clip from like yeah. in the past where Wait, he just says into if, it. If we have if people wanna wanna see this, because I'm a crowd pleaser, obviously. Yep. <laughs> um yeah, email us. Email um frenzyquestions.gmail.com. Tell us if you would watch I've heard that's not very good. Uh, it's the new YouTube series where <laughs> where Severn plays 
great games that he thinks are not yeah. going to be good, and he's but wrong. Episode one, The Witcher. But but I'll tell you what, <laughs> one thing I very visually driven. Yep. So, um, yeah. No. It's, so yep. it's it'll be me pretty much looking at ground textures <laughs> like for twenty minutes that's, and commenting well, on it. You know what? If that's part and of it, and then Nick will be really. If, if that's I'm just going really to ask you. I'm just going to ask you dumb questions. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, so, yeah, uh, recommend some games too because yep. I'd like to veto some. And uh, wow, well, wow. because The Witch is not a not a great game. Wow, that's why it's episode number one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is going to be a great series. I have, I have a good feeling about this. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye. I was going to ask you about it, and then I thought, you know what? Ambush. Ambush. <laughs> ambush him on the podcast. I didn't realize that was the plan. No, I didn't even tell you that. <laughs> I was ambushed too. Yeah. <laughs>